Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Limited time. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. 133 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer, Nice District at Rogers Place. Oilers in Arizona tomorrow. Uh, tonight here at Rogers, it's a 1 o'clock puck drop again. There's still here Tom and Selmy. There's still some tickets available for that game. Uh, though it should be a better crowd than the game on uh, Tuesday night. Uh, lots of seats that night. Mind you, it was minus 40. Uh, afternoon game. Sometimes families got to come out for the, those afternoon encounters. Tonight at Rogers Place, Prince Albert Raiders. And Sunday, Willie Desjardins and the Medicine Hat Tigers against the first place Edmonton Oil Kings. Royal Pizza, Pizza Past, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for 50 years. For menu and a list of their 14 Edmonton and area locations, go online at royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. The stopper recommendation is the Mediterranean chicken. He joins us every Tuesday for an hour and Friday for a hit. It's Mark Spector for the horses. And horse racing, Alberta, the 7,000 men and women employed in the horse racing industry. Reminding you, no live racing at Century Mile on Sunday due to the extreme cold. they got to protect their equine stars. I don't know if he's ever been called an equine star. Uh, he's got a face like a horse, though. Mark Spector joins us right now. Just kidding. Speck, how you doing? Oh, pretty good, Bobby. How are you doing? I know. Well, I, you know, at least, yeah. Did you ever watch The Sopranos? Oh, yeah. Kevin Carius used to say, Bob, you know, when you when you pack on a little bit of weight, you look a bit like that character Big Pussy from The Sopranos. So, yeah. I mean, there's worse things to look like, I guess, than, uh, than a guy that's got a face like a horse. But you think that's what you think that's the character Zach Cassin was talking about the other day in Calgary? <laughs> <laughs> uh... <laughs> probably not, eh? <laughs> uh, probably not. That was a fun, that was a fun one, wasn't it, Speck? Yeah, it's been a fun week. The whole, you know, it's all been juiced up. And Kachuk talked after, and then Cassian, and then Milan Lucic. And, you know what, it's finally dying down here. But uh, I saw that uh, Kachuk was after it last night again in uh, Toronto, playing his trade. And, uh, you know what, Calgary got two points out of there. It's not easy to get two points from. Their goalie stole one. I mean, the, order, ever. the Oilers went into Toronto and completely outplayed him and deserved the 6-4 win. 
Uh, Calgary, I thought, you know, Tor- Toronto played the miss. I mean, Riddick probably pulled four out of the net. Leafs have got some guys going right now. Obviously, I think Matthews has got like 13 goals in the last month, so he's going pretty good. Hey, Mark, you put a tweet out about an hour ago, so let's get to that first of all at Sportsnet Spec, and it involves Zach Cassian, ongoing contract negotiations with Rick Kern. What do you got? Well, uh, Rick Curran and uh, Ken Holland have spoken now several times, and the appetite is there. You know, listen, there's no question the Oilers want to sign Zach Cassian. They like the player. They like the guy. He's rehabbed his whole life here. He's become a really good player. And the best player on the team, Connor McDavid, loves having him on his right side. So, you know, the interest from the, from the team is obvious. Uh, the only question ever in a situation like this, Bob, is the pending UFA player. You know, Zach yeah. Cassian's heading for his first big payday here, possibly. And he's increased his value a great deal. So the question for me was, you know, do they want to sign earlier or do they want to take it to free agency? And, and um, my understanding now is that uh, they like it. You know, Zach likes it in Edmonton. Uh, he doesn't uh, see why he would go anywhere else. He's playing with maybe the best player in the world here. And uh, we would expect to see a deal get done, possibly very shortly, possibly in the next. You know, uh, I understand it could happen any time, uh, but I certainly would think it would happen in the next couple of weeks. Three or four years, what do you think? Well, there you go. I, 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 my understanding is they have quite figured. You know, what does Brad Tree Living always say? Well, we got this contract negotiation down to two things. Term and money. Yeah. I remember I asked Brad in the, the, the one summer, I don't know when it was, maybe like 2016 or 2017, what was going on with the uh, with the Monaghan and uh, uh, Gitterow uh, contract extensions that he just cut me right off. Hey, he's like, well, that's kind of an interesting, you know, how, how's that coming along? I mean, and my point was obviously you got some work to do on those two guys. He actually got them on fairly reasonable deals. Um, yeah. Uh, to me, it works like this, Mark. If it's three years, the price point per year is going to be higher. Sure. If, if it's four years, it comes down. Uh, and should we be cons- – I, I don't uh, – do you agree with me? I don't see it being a five-year term? Or could I wouldn't you- think so. Zach Cashin is going to be 29 right away here. Yeah. Uh, he's about to celebrate his 29th birthday. So I would think that, you know, the player is going to want four years. Uh, I think you're right. You know, if I'm spitballing this one, Bob – it's it's three years at four million. Uh, if it's four years, you know maybe it's four years at three seven or something like that. Uh, you know the team probably would prefer three years, and the player clearly at this age he wants a little bit of term here. So I you know what I'll say this, Bob. I think that because of of the way Zach Cassian in a way kind of I hate to say wasted, but you know he had some he had some troubling first years in this league. And he certainly didn't get the most out of himself. Let's say that. Uh, now you got a guy who's been, you know, I'm knocking wood here, injury-free. Uh, he still skates just great. Uh, he keeps himself, obviously, in, in excellent shape. And I think lifestyle-wise, you have a pretty good confidence in this player now that, you know, he's, he's got a fresh start and a good attitude. So I, I don't mind giving this 29-year-old player four years that badly, Bob. Some guys I would say, oh, I don't know. I don't mind seeing this this guy get four years. What do you think? Well, here's what I'd say, Mark. I believe that if you put Zach Cassian out to market, let's say there's 20 teams realistically that believe they can make the playoffs, I think Ken Holland would get calls from 20 teams. Oh, for sure. Like, there, there are, uh, I mean, I think, you know, like yeah. maybe Washington wouldn't need to because they, you know, they got, they Tom, got Tom Wilson. They got Tom Wilson. Okay, you, like Boston. Would Boston want to? Absolutely. Would Pittsburgh? Absolutely. Um, 
you know, I mean, we look at the best teams, St. Louis. I mean, may, maybe St. Louis just because they're kind of they're kind of capped a bit. They might be a team that they've got a, some heaviness already in their lineup. Oh, uh, no, you know what? Screw that. Doug Armstrong, he'd want Cassian too. Like, I, he's just, he, he's such, I don't know if he's a 20-goal scorer. Put it this year. If he scores somewhere between 16 to 22 goals for you, and people say, well, he's never scored 16 goals. Got 15 last year playing on the, with McDavid for basically the last 35 games of the year. He's, you know, he's on pace this year for roughly 22 to 23 goals. If he can realistically score, say, 14 to 22 goals, give you 100 penalty minutes, and ride shotgun for either McDavid and Drysaddle on one of those two lines for the next couple of years, he's a useful player to me. And you're not paying that guy six million bucks. He's no. gonna, right. Like I think if it's Mark, if it's four for me, I don't know if I'd go above three point five. But maybe I, you know, maybe okay. you have to. You know. No, I think that we're talking them in the ballpark here. Right. Uh, you know, and it is a, a, a bit of a difficult negotiation because you know a lot of people would. I mean, I think we'd all say, is Zach Cassian a true first line player in this league? No, he's not a true first line player in this league. You know, what you don't want to do, Bob, if you're if you're the Cassian camp, is don't be Anson Carter, right? Yeah. You know, don't do an Anson Carter where you say, ah, I can be just as good away from the Sedins. And, of course, you know, as much as we like Anson, he was a good oiler and a really good guy. He, you know, that was a mistake. Leaving the Sedins wing was a huge mistake. And there's absolutely no question that leaving Connor McDavid's right side, I mean, how many chances is Zach Cashing to get to, you know, play, be a fixture next to a guy as good as Connor McDavid? So I think that he's... He's smart enough to look in the mirror and realize all those things. He's a good player playing in a good situation. Uh, there's just absolutely no reason that this negotiation can't uh, come to a fruition pretty quick here, Bobby. And for all of the guys that want to sit there and go, well, you can't give him a four-year term. Look at Lucic. The difference is, and I don't think Luch is a terrible skater, but Luch is not what we would consider a fast, explosive skater at this stage in his career. Zach Gassian can skate. So, yeah. Yeah, yes, he's aggressive. Uh, you know, Cassian's uh, maybe not quite, an, you know, Milan Luch, uh, Lucic's uh, weight class in terms of, maybe, who knows, maybe we'll even, I don't know if they'll end up fighting, who knows, but there's no question who the better skater is, and if you can skate, you can buy yourself more time in the game. And I think we will also, you know, in hindsight, looking back at Lucic's year before he even came to Edmonton, there was a visible, you know, the skills were beginning yes. to deteriorate, and they continue to deteriorate here, not just foot speed, but hands. Yep. And Zach Cassian, we've seen none of that. In fact, his hands this year uh, have proven, you know, he can trade pucks with Connor McDavid, and not all guys can do that. I mean, and his, his foot speed's just fine. He's basically in the range of putting up Tom Wilson-type numbers. Yeah. And he might be tougher than Tom Wilson. Well, you know what? You only have to be, like, to me, there's a ceiling. Once you're as tough as Tom Wilson or Zach Cassian or, you know, a guy like that, who cares who's tougher? They're both tough. Yeah. <laughs> and they both help you. And there's, you know, we see very few fights between two heavyweights like we used to see when Tony Twist had come to town and fight some guy. You know, those days are gone. You just want a good, tough player who can play. And that package, I mean, we just talked about Tom Wilson. We're talking about Zach Cassian. Keep going. How long's that list, right? Josh Anderson in Columbus. He's having a terrible yeah. year. Terrible yeah. year. Love him. Okay, but he's, he's having a, a brutal player. year. But how many guys in the league put that package of toughness, foot speed, and ability to to move? You know, to handle the puck? 
there's not that many guys with that package. Bob. Well, Mark, we talked about this last week on on Josh Anderson, and you know, people were in shock when I said, I believe if the Oilers called about Josh Anderson, the Columbus Blue Jackets would ask for Ryan Nugent Hopkins, or a package that would start with one of Bouchard and Broberg plus plus. Like that's that's how much because there's guys around the league that look at Josh Anderson and see the 20 plus goals a year ago, and they're not looking at the one goal this year. They're sitting there saying that guy's a player. He's big. He can skate. He's tough, and he can score. And there's a shortage of those type of players in the NHL. Right. Mark tomorrow the Arizona Coyotes. This is a big hockey game here at Rogers Place. It is in the standings and and where it sits in the schedule. You know, this is one of those ones you just you hate to sit on this one for a week if you don't win it, right? You know, these guys came in your building and beat you last time in overtime, I believe. Um, and it's a, you know, listen, this is why, how would I say, the way, the way you have to play to beat Arizona is the same way the Oilers are going to have to play to win in the playoffs and to win down the stretch here. That third period they gave you against Nashville, where the where the Predators, you know, they just, they, the Oilers gave them nothing. Defensively, Edmonton was very strong, and they got great goaltending. You need that three periods to beat Arizona. That's how they play. It's You're not getting five goals against Arizona. It's a good chance it's a 2-1, 3-1, 3-2 game, and you cannot give them a free goal. you you got to be very stingy. And I think coming off that third period, the Oilers are ready to play that game, Bob. Yeah, well, and... Even, uh, you know, even today at practice, a little bit more intensity, and as they've got less compressed schedule, it allows the coaches to, to push the players harder down the stretch here and go to a whip, right? They've gotten to know each other a bit, Mark. There's some trust that's been built up between the coaches and the players. You can see that. The tone of the coach, I mean, Dave Tippett's been pretty even-keeled. I think, uh, and that's one of the, you know, the, the only down part about the privilege of working on the Oilers Radio Network broadcast is I don't get to be there for the post-game availabilities, so I have to watch them when I get home that night uh, with Dave to see what Dave says. And he's done a real good job of not getting too high when things are going good, not getting too low when things are bad, holding back some of his frustration when maybe he thinks he's getting screwed with non-calls and those sort of things. And I, I think that they have built some trust with that coaching staff, with the players. Would you agree with that? Yeah, and, and everyone's getting to know each other, right? Like, that's that's one of the reasons why organizations in any sport that change coaching staffs all the time, Bob, continue to flounder. Because nobody knows each other. No one knows what button to push. No one knows what a player is capable of or what I better not ask this player for because he probably can't give it to me and then he's going to fail. And, you know, he's a new coach, he's a new staff again in Edmonton, and here we are halfway through a season, and Tip now is looking at players and says, okay, you know what, I, I kind of knew that guy when I got here, now I really know that guy. And now I know what he's capable of, I know what not to ask, him for, uh, you know, ask from him. And it's the evolution, you just, as, as Kenny Holland's been saying since the day he walked in the door, what you need is stability. You know, Dave Tippett needs to be the coach here for, he needs to, we'll see, on a five-year deal, I think, or yeah. four-year deal. He needs yeah. to play it out, you know, and maybe sign another one. So let's have the same coaching staff around for a while, Bob, so we're not talking about how they're starting to get familiar at the 45-game point again. Perhaps a little subtle signing, Mark, a couple days ago. Caleb Jones, two years, $850,000 cap it. Your thoughts on that? Yeah, that's good. It's It's a real... You know, this does a lot for the organization, right? They group, they drafted this kid, they groomed this kid, they've looked at him a couple times up here, 
Uh, Ken Holland says, okay, you know what? Let's get a couple more years out of this guy at a pretty cheap number. Well, we can. We think this guy's going to you know, be part of our organization long term. And when, they, when a guy like that signs Bob, when a guy like Yamamoto comes up to Edmonton and has an impact, I mean, it, it really works. It, it reverberates right through Bakersfield. It, it tells you that you're you know, that, that Dave Manson did a good job with Caleb Jones. It tells you that, that Woodcroft down there is doing a good job with his forwards. It tells you that Brad Malone, we hear the stories about how he really, um, you know, helped Yamamoto along and mentored him. Uh, it, it tells you, here's two kids coming up that are playing. They're good players. And for Pete's sakes, you know, finally, the pipeline, the developmental process, it's working the way it's supposed to work. On a, the way it works on a good team, Bob, it's starting to work that way in Edmonton. And that's just a, you know, whether it's Jones or Yamamoto, man, it's just such a good sign to see you groom two good young players that you want to get on a couple more years on their contract. All right, Spec, we'll see you down here tomorrow. Thanks, Bobby. That is Mark Spector. It's 148 at Edmonton. Bob Stoffer with you in Oilers now. Uh, when we come back, we'll get to this day in Oilers. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. History. We'll uh, read a couple texts, and we'll also hit on a couple other hockey events in town. This is Oilers Now. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chat. All right, welcome back, everybody. 151 in Edmonton. We're going to circle back to Cassie and, and Tom Wilson here in a second. We're going to go to Listy and Oilers History, brought to you by New West Travel. Join Oilers now. We've got a road trip coming up to see the Oilers play the Hawks in March. Reach out to New West Travel. Go online at newwesttravel.com. Back at the 630 Chad Studios, here's Brandon Escott. And back in 1999, Bob, the Oilers get goals from four different players on route to a 4-1 win over the Detroit Red Wings at Skyreach Center. Bob Asenza, is that how you pronounce it? Because I always pronounced it Essenza. Asenza. Asenza. Well, he, he was a net while uh, Rem Murray, Tom Pody each had two-point nights. That brought the Oilers to 18, 19, and 6 on the year. Uh, what year was that again? 99. 99, eh? Uh, they made the playoffs that year. Uh, they played Dallas, 98, 99. They would have lost. Uh, was that the year they lost in four? I think they lost in four that year. Somebody would be correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, Epstein's mother has texted the show to say, Hey, Bob, I hope you guys sign. Oh, this uh, He's a rare player these days. Not many guys like him in the league regarding Zach Yassian. Uh, and another text comes in saying, this team's an absolute joke. Paying Zach Cassian over $2.5 million, just ludicrous. The organization never learns. All right. Tom Wilson's getting $5.1 million on a six-year deal. I'll concede Tom Wilson's certainly had a better track record. Uh, Wilson this season, just looking at some of his numbers, 13, he had uh, 22 career-high 22 goals last season and 40 points. So Wilson, the last two years, 14 goals, 35 points, 22 goals, 40 points. This year he's got 13 goals, 19 assists, 32 points in 47 games. He's plus seven. He's got 11 even-strength goals. He plays 18 minutes a game. Cassian, 
has 13 goals, same amount of goals as Wilson. Uh, Cassian's got 15 assists, so four fewer assists. He's a plus five on a team that's got worst plus minus differential in Washington. Uh, and Zach does not kill penalties this season, which has kept his uh, minutes uh, 16-14. Wilson playing 18 minutes a game. If the Oilers can get Cassian signed into threes on a four-year deal, I think that's decent. I understand that Wilson's younger. Wilson's, again, is on a six-year deal in the fives, and I'm conceding that Wilson's the better player. But Cassian's a very uh, useful component to a hockey team, and he can skate like Wilson. And big men that can skate that arrive in ill humor still have value in the National Hockey League. So, again, you can text us at any time at 780-496-0063 on our Ashley Fine Floors text line. This day in Oilers history was brought to you by New West Travel. Join Oilers now on a great road trip to see the Oilers and the Hawks in Chicago. Call New West Travel. Go online, newwesttravel.com. Tonight at Rogers Place, the Edmonton Oilers, the Prince Albert Raiders had a heck of a game last weekend in PA. Tomorrow at Rogers Place, 11.30 pregame. 1 o'clock puck drop, Reed Wilkins, Jack Michaels, Rob Brown, John Shannon, and myself, the Oilers Radio Network. Uh, tomorrow night, the Sherwood Park Crusaders host Brooks. Is that right, Brendan? That sure is, Bob. And this is, we're talking about two of the top three teams in Junior A hockey across the country. They have all five of the league's top five leading scorers between these two teams. I mean, this is going to be a showdown and what I think each team is expecting to be a finals preview as well. All right. And the Alberta Golden Bears at Claire Drake Arena uh, tonight and tomorrow night. And again, uh, 15 and a half goals. Is that what I said I was going to go with? 15 and a half goals for the Bears in the two games and 110 shots. So we'll see how I do on those predictions. Looking forward to uh, uh, the action this weekend. Lots of hockey going on. Who are you taking in the two uh, NFL Conference Finals? Ooh, I got Kansas City and San Francisco in the Super Bowl. Okay. I'll go KC and Green Bay. Just for the heck of it. Sure. Again, tomorrow, uh, face-off show, 11.30, puck drop, 1 p.m. Up next, the global news, weather, traffic update with Eileen Bell, followed by the 6.30 chat afternoons with Jalen Nye. So long, everybody. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.